As at 3 p.m. on April 5, 2020, there have been 5,687 confirmed cases of COVID-19 in Australia and 1,272,926 worldwide. Okay, I'm going to give you a corona tip. If things get more shut down, the only people who will be allowed out to walk and exercise are the people with dogs. So you need to become better friends with your friends who have dogs. Treat them better. Oh, you brought Juno! Oh! Go pat him. Hey. Juno's a girl, by the way. Hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 oh,
Okay. How did yeah, you get so, into the outdoor stuff? Uh, so I got hit by a car seven years ago and couldn't walk for, oh, I don't know, four or five months. Far out. And so after that, I was like, I don't want to be inside anymore. Um, so, yeah, I didn't. Can we talk about the, the car crash story? What happened? Uh, I was riding my motorbike and stopped at a red light. And the guy behind me was playing with his phone or something and accelerated instead of braked. Uh, so, yeah, he drove through me like, yeah. Far out. At a red light on Victoria Road, peak hour. <laughs> Far out, man. That must have been pretty traumatic. Uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was different. I don't remember that much of it now. It was a long, it was like, yeah, very long time ago. Have you tried to block it out? Is it something you think about a lot or has a play in your life now? Uh, I had a lot of time to think about it afterwards, not being able to, you know, move very fast. So, yeah, no, I think I worked through it all then. It was just an yeah. accident. Yeah. Yeah, no, no big issue really. Okay. I'm all right, mostly now. <laughs> what, was, what was the main physical injury? I shattered and dislocated my leg. So my foot kind of flipped to the side and then it broke the bones and the tib and the fib and now there's plates and pins and stuff. Yeah. So 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 do um, you had this sort of moment where you you didn't want to take the outdoors for granted anymore after that? I think it was just boredom to be honest. Um, oh, okay. You know when you've when you've got bored of watching movies inside that you've been inside a really long time. There's not a day that I wouldn't love to just sit inside and watch movies now, but back then yeah, I hated it. How long were yeah. you out for? Like I couldn't walk at all for probably a month or a month or two, and then I had to have crutches and a boot and things like that for at least a month after that. And then it was just slowly, uh, yeah, slowly learning how to walk again. What were you doing for work before then? Oh, I was a warehouse manager out in like Blacktown area. Yep. So just on forklifts and, and things like that. Okay. Completely different, really. You had always been into the outdoors anyway, right, with scouts and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always was, and it just never occurred to me that it was a, a proper proper job. Yeah. And what does that, that work with kids outdoors involve? So Where is I that? used to work uh, as a freelancer, so for 20 or 30 different companies, doing like first aid on trail running events, building obstacle courses like for Tough Mudder, like adventure tourism, so quad biking and abseiling, canyoning and sea kayaking and things. But yeah, then mostly, most of the work was just school camps. So taking kids for you know, two, three, four, five days, camping and yeah, cooking their own food and stuff like that. And when did you realize that teaching young kids would be something you might want to transition into after that? <laughs> uh, when my wife said that I needed a, a job that would you know, get me back home every so often, I think. Um, <laughs> right, just away too often. Yeah, yeah. We're like, we bought a house. Um, like, we moved out, bought a house, and then I, we were spending all this money, and I never got to see the house or her. So, but yeah, I, I like working with kids, and um, I found that I connected relatively well with the ones that teachers usually didn't connect very well with. So, why is that? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I probably, I'm probably younger, probably look a bit different. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think maybe the outdoor working with all the kids in the outdoors means that I have a different, maybe a different angle or way that I talk to the kids that they would usually, I guess. Okay. And what's the story with your wife? How'd you meet her? 
uh, studying the outdoor course. So oh. she was uh, she worked in offices in Sydney for years and years, and then yeah, we started changed our lives, you know, quite drastically at the same time. And yeah, met up studying at TAFE in Wentworth Falls, but it turns out we lived maybe twenty minutes drive apart from each other in Sydney. Nice. Was it a kind yeah. of instant connection thing with her, or did you have to woo her? <laughs> no, no, I'm no good at wooing. Um, <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't instant or anything. Like it was near the end of the course. We were kind of already living together anyway because I travel. We neither of us wanted to travel up for you know the two hour drive every day, so we just moved into a mate's place together. And yeah, that was about it, really. So it's kind, it's kind of organic. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think. I don't think I've technically ever asked her out. I just asked her to marry me. So yeah, <laughs> skipped a few bits. Yeah, right. Go straight for it. How did you ask her <laughs> to marry you? How, how did that happen? Uh, we were in New Zealand in Rotorua just on a on a trip. She went over for a hen's weekend and I met up with her maybe three or four days later. And yeah, on the drive down to the airport, I just decided I probably should get a ring, I think. Um, <laughs> that's, so very, I think that's, that's very yeah. casual, Tristan. I think that's how it went. Do you remember Ed Shaw? Yeah. Yeah, I turned up at his house and said, hey, can I borrow two grand for a ring? And he was like, I don't have any money. Um, so yeah, as it turns out, you don't need you don't need any collateral. You can just say, I'll pay you back later kind of thing, which is, yeah. When you buy a ring? Yeah, when yeah, when you buy a ring, you can just turn up and be like, yep, interest-free because my wife has the same account. So yeah. And then, yeah, we were in the Redwoods over there and I told her I was taking a timed photograph, but it was a video. So that was that was fun. Nice. So you've yeah. you've got the what what have you done with the video? Is that somewhere? Oh, it's on a computer somewhere. It's probably I think I put the camera down and then like fell over to the side. So the first couple of seconds is her telling me that I'm an idiot, that the camera's <laughs> fallen over. Um and then she turned around and realized that I was on a knee and just started crying for two minutes. So it's not even very good. It's mostly tears. Dude, that's yeah. cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go back to the Ed bit. So you just rocked up and said, "Hey Ed, can you can you give me a couple of thousand dollars?" <laughs> yeah, I figured he because he's a yeah he was teaching at the times, and I figured you know he was probably the best, most sorted out of all my mates, and yeah, still no help. And he still didn't have it. <laughs> no, no, no. He did help me pick though, so that was that was nice of him. At least he turned up and yeah pretended to help pick a ring. How did you know yeah. what sort of ring to get? Oh, you know, they drop hints all the time, I guess. I'm pretty sure she said, hey, if you ever propose, this is the ring I want. So, yeah, it wasn't very hard. Or something you know, along those lines, something like not a big diamond, something I can wear all the time, just those kinds of things. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah they're clever like that. They're clever. <laughs> they are. Oh, my ring size is K. <laughs> you know, mid, mid-dinner conversation. It's like, oh, good, good night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you, had, you, have, a, you have a daughter? No, I have a son. You have um, a son, okay. He's six months old today. Congratulations. So, What's his name? Yeah, thanks. Lincoln. Lincoln, very nice. Yeah. What inspired that name? Uh, I don't really know. Um, one of us came up with it and there's like a baby name app. And yeah, I think it came up in there and we both liked it. Oh, it's called Kinder. So like Tinder, but with a K. Okay. And you you both get the app. And so one of you, if one of you says yes to a name and the other one says yes, then it goes on to like the like list. That's clever. 
Yeah, it's really fun when you're drunk, but you end up getting some very odd names like the next day. And yeah, <laughs> what it's good, was good fun though. What was some other weird connections that you both had? Oh, I know, I know. She never connected to any of the drunken ones. Right, okay. <laughs> Not at all. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> so how are you guys going with the with the lockdown at the moment? Oh, uh, look, not too bad. Um, she's on maternity leave still. Um, we've managed to get a hold on the mortgage, which is, you know, saving us, I think. And then, yeah, hopefully this job keeper pay thing comes in and then we'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's They're good. They're getting there. We've got, yeah, we've got some savings, but they won't be, won't be there very long. I think like most people Yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So good to talk, man. No, see you guys, man. Thanks very much. Cool, man. Take care. Take care, mate. Bye. 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 Thank you for being a friend, Tristan Dabs. And thank you for listening to this little experiment we got going on here. I'm trying to put out new episodes every weekday. So if you hit subscribe, you'll be able to follow along and see how this thing unfolds, which would be really cool. So so hit subscribe, however you're listening, and we can stay in touch. That'd be lovely. Okay. Next time on Mike Williams and Friends. It was pretty grim circumstances like that, you know, driving cats around. You know, cats didn't like it either. What animal wants to get shoved in a van, driven around by me? Um, so it was also like a, you know, a catharsis in a way getting to tell my story because, you know, it was, it was emotionally taxing to have to do that shit.